we are back with another episode of The Buzz. I'm your host, Sherwin, with Gospel Music Buzz. And today, y'all, we're going to be speaking with teacher, pastor, prolific orator, and author of the new book, Damage But Not Destroyed, Pastor Mike. Welcome. Man, I ain't never had no intro like that. All the P's and the prolific. <laughs> Boy, you good at that. <laughs> Man, I'm super grateful to be here with you. You good, brother? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good, man. Listen, I was catching a little bit of the uh, Kingdom Couple Part 1, man. I got to go back and finish that up. That's that is something real special you got going on there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Hey, bro, you got to catch all three of them. I did three parts of it, bro. And yeah, mm. man, having the right partnerships really affect your purpose. And so I, I encourage everybody, especially you, because you need the right partners because your yes, purpose yes. is big. You got to go back and watch that. I will. I will indeed. Now, today we're talking about the new book, Damaged But Not Destroyed, From Trauma to Triumph. And I mean, you know, you're no stranger to writing, you, you know, and speaking and whatnot. But this book, I felt like you dug really deep. This is vulnerable. It's personal. You kind of put it all on display. What made you share your testimony in this way? Honestly, man, I, I felt like it was something that God asked me to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was on sabbatical two summers ago where I take a little time to just recalibrate with my family and spiritually and just make sure I'm ready to do whatever the next season calls for. And while I was mm -hmm. in prayer, man, and meditating, um, I felt a strong impression that I was supposed to write about damage. And I was like, I don't mm -hmm. want to write about damage. That's not sexy. Like this, uh, that's, <laughs> not a, that's not something, but I, I, it, it, it got confirmed over and over when I would talk, yeah. was talking to people. And I was hearing that even in this season, so many people feel like they've lost things that they've lost relationships and lost mm -hmm. um, confidence and lost loved ones and lost they feel damaged, like something yeah. has been taken away from them. And it, it went from a book that I was supposed to write to mm -hmm. a burden. Wow. Like I had a burden for it. And I was like, man, I have been through some situations, circumstances, some publicly, some not, yeah. that God has allowed me to navigate and come out on the other side, not smelling mm -hmm. like what I've been through. And I wanted to help people because I believe my greatest mission is to be of service and add yes. value to people. Um, I, I wanted to help people who may have been in the similar areas and places I've been, give them some keys and some steps to understand that they may be damaged, but they're not destroyed. Mm. And so if you're not destroyed, God can use all of those things to take you to destiny. I, I wanted people to understand that there is trauma that comes with this life, but yeah. God can take that trauma and he can turn it into triumph. Man, let's say you just like it's just rolling off over there, bro. It's real, it's real. It. It's yeah, it's what yeah. I'm doing, it's what I believe in. And I just I, I want to encourage people's faith and give them practical steps of how they can actually transform their lives. And that's and see, and, and that's what I respect a lot about it because even I, I have to, you know, even kind of going through you know, going through some, you know, the initial copy that we have as we're kind of going through it and getting prepared for this is the realness, but also the practical steps that are in there. Some of the bullet point, because a lot of times you can listen to something that is so deep, but then you come away and I'm like, I'm still confused. Like, you know what, how can I apply some of this? No and, idea know, what to do. Ex exactly. And you even went back to that infamous, you know, the spit incident, that, yeah. you know, the infamous spit scenario that, you know, happened, and you, you went back there, but you, 
build up the kind of just, you know, pain to us from the moment you shut your phone off, the kind of how everything happened. And you were real, you were transparent about that. But I think a lot of people looking at this would be like, man, sometimes once we pass something and that new cycle leaves, we don't want to revisit it, but you revisit it in full throttle. So tell us what made you decide to revisit that? Number one, uh, I'm going to use everything to give mm. God glory out of my life, bro. Like, like there is nothing that happens to me or that has happened to me that God can't redeem. And I, I, number one, wanted to show that picture of like, yeah, people thought that was damaging. That was not the worst thing that ever happened to me. Like, I'll yeah. go through the book. If you read the book, I'm I'm giving you mm -hmm. all the juice. Like, I'm, I'm telling yeah. you everything. But the real thing is that scripture that says we overcome by the blood of the lamb. That's what Jesus did. But watch our part. Yeah. The words of our testimony. So a lot of people that when they don't revisit the things that God has brought them over or, or, or healed them from or taken them out of, they're giving themselves an opportunity to fall back into it. Because wow. the way the Bible says we overcome is by sharing our testimony. And so for me, it's a simple fact of this is how I overcome is I continue to show that, yeah, I, I went through a fire, but I don't smell like smoke. Man, mm. what I've learned on the other side of all of that stuff has made me into a better man than I've ever been before. Yeah. I have grown. I have matured. That's something to be celebrated. And if God choose, chose that way to do it, who am I to say that he couldn't do it that way? And so for me, man, um, I, I just I'm, I'm trying to give people courage to not be afraid to go back to places where damage happened. And allow God to use that to push them to destiny. Yeah, mm. damage can feel like it's destroying you. But if you put it in a master's hands, it could be the very thing that propels you. My pain has turned into a platform. I'm talking to yes. you right now yes. Yes. because of what I went through. And if everybody can feel that and get that, boy, watch out, man. We're going to be dangerous together. Man, that's that is so real. And then even what you mentioned too, with that, you stated that during that season, you felt like you were coming from, you know, being valuable to being a villain. So, you mm. know, someone that is just and then, you know, the way how you just pour yourself out and said, you know, the fact that you're not, you felt like you being a hindrance to bring people to Christ, like just sitting in that, in that moment, talk about just the importance of having the right people around you as you're going through certain seasons. Listen, it is paramount. It is so important that you choose the right partners. And this is the big thing. You can't choose your partners when you're in the pit. Mm. You got to choose them before you go to the pit. Because the truth of the matter is when you're choosing them in the pit, when you, everybody knows you pick wrong when you, when you're in pain, like yes. when you, when you're in pain, your, your pick don't be right. So you gotta, you gotta make sure that you're aligning yourself with people who are built for the valleys, not just mm -hmm. the mountaintops. And gratefully for me, we had people around mentors, some friends that we've walked with that literally, and I tell it in the book that yeah. within 24 hours of everything happening, I shut my phone off and we were off to California and I'm sitting on the back of a, of a vineyard and I'm worshiping and praying and evaluating and meditating and writing and I'm doing all of these things, doing all of this soul work and being encouraged by my friends and mm -hmm. helping. They were helping me remember who I am. Like that stuff saved my life, saved my wow. ministry, saved my mind. And that's where um, part of the reason I wrote this book as well is that so many people are damaged because of isolation. 
Yeah. I mean, since COVID, like some people still ain't came back outside. Like even yeah. if they outside physically, they're not outside emotionally. Like they're, they, they, they're still recluse. And I believe this is a season to understand the importance that God never meant for anybody to live alone. He literally says the first it's not good is mm -hmm. it's not good for a man to be alone or a woman to be alone. And so I just think that this book also um, brings value to relationships and making yeah. sure that you have the right people in your life in the right season so you can remember that you may be damaged, but you're not destroyed. And one one last thing as we kind of I know we're we're coming up a little bit on on time, but what I what I want to, you know, something else you you mentioned, I want to make sure you you were talking about David. Yeah. And you know, his unhealed damage. And then you even, you know, spoke about your own unhealed damage and when that moment happened where, you know, you were basically confronted with something that you wasn't even aware that was there. Share a little bit about that, just you know, just in realizing it, but yeah. also in the importance of addressing unhealed damage. Yeah. So I, I want to let everybody know, like this may be a little triggering, but in the black community, there are a lot of people that have experienced molestation um, at a young age, whether it be from family members or people that spend the night or all these different things that happen. And that happened to me. Um, mm -hmm. And it, it was so traumatizing and I knew it was wrong, but I was too young to know what was happening yeah. that it literally, I blocked it out. Like, wow. I mean, it happened in adolescence around five to seven. And literally I did not remember that it happened mm -hmm. to me till after I was 30 married with kids wow. and I'm sitting at the altar and I'm praying and God brings this back to my remembrance. Yeah. And I mean, I start crying and I have to call mm -hmm. my wife and, and I'm like, what is going on? And it, this again is the importance of having the right people, the right relationships. And my wife just yeah. nurtured me and she said, it's not your fault. And we went to counseling we went to therapy and we talked about it. And my manhood was never questioned. And it was just the most healing thing. But I felt to release as soon as I said it to her, I felt my body like exhale. Like for imagine holding something for 32 yeah. years wow. and then being able to let it go. Like, and the truth of the matter is there's so many people that that's not just one situation. Yeah. They're holding hundreds of situations that they never expressed. They've never talked about how it made them feel. They've never addressed how it's hurt them or why they're angry or why they're isolated or why they never go around those people. They don't want to come to the family reunions. Like it's like these generational yeah. traumas that the enemy wants to keep us silent about. And he wants us to feel like, oh no, snitches get stitches. Well, that's mm -hmm. the truth of the matter that if, if, if we take the power out of that phrase and redeem it, that is the truth. That wow. people who snitch are honest about their situation. Yeah. The great physician, Jesus, comes and he'll stitch you up. Ooh. He'll change oh, wow. you. Oh, you felt that. Did you feel Jeez, that right there? I've never heard it like that before. All right, don't use it because I'm preaching <laughs> it on Sunday. But this it's is what I'm good. telling you. That he, he literally left open wounds in him so that mm. we could be healed up. And, wow. and I think the enemy has tried to so covertly pervert being honest and being mm. truthful and being transparent 
so that we don't receive the healing that we need so we can have a victorious Christian life here. And so I just want to help redeem that, bro. I wow. just want people to know that it's okay for you to say what actually happened and you you need to believe in theology and therapy. Like we need to do both of them. We need to pray about it and we need to go to a practice. We need to have community and we need to go to a counselor. We need to worship and we need to do the hard work. Once yeah. we do that, it changes the trajectory of our entire lives. And so um, mm. that's what this book is about. Letting people know that the value is still in them. They may be damaged, but they're not destroyed. Wow, man. Damaged, but not destroyed. October 3rd, everywhere that you get your books everywhere. And there's also audio version. Is it yes, your sir. voice? Is it your voice? It's my voice, bro. I read the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, listen, man. I, you know, I know a lot of times, you know, sometimes you're, you're commuting. You may not be a big reader. Listen, he got you with the audio version. I got right? you. Pop that audio version in and, you know, just, just keep your head in the swivel as you're moving around and just Let's go, go. Go, go for it. Pastor Mike, you know, we, we're right here at the end. You know, I know you talked on so much things, you know, there's we can talk about it forever with all the different concepts and stuff. That's why this book is so pivotal and it's so important. I love what you said about therapy because, you know, even, you know, just growing up in the black community, you know, like that is something that is just always, you know, just pray, pray, pray. And even this year is the first time I even started, you know, exploring that and looking for a therapist. And I'm like, you know, just kind of going down, going down that path after feeling that stigma for so long. You know, one last thing I guess I'm going to say before we jump is that if you want to leave, you know, you want to leave one message with someone to say, hey, you know, get this book, you want to go ahead and, you know, with everything else that's happening, but just one message for someone here that may be feeling lost, may be feeling confused, may be dealing with trauma, trying to get to that triumph phase. What would you say to them? I would let them know that what's not transformed is transferred. That if you don't do this hard work, and I know it can be hard. I know it can be frustrating. I know to go back to some of those places and revisit some abandonment and shame and I can't believe I did that. I know it. I know it takes a lot. But the truth of the matter is it's taking more from you than it's giving to you. And if you don't actually do the hard work and start transforming it, it will affect the people that you say you love the most. Your reactions, your short responses, the way you look at them, they'll remind you of you because they actually do have your DNA running through them and you give them the reaction that you were given and I'm just telling people, man, the Bible talks about the sins of the forefathers visiting down to two and three generations. You can be the person in your family to stand up and start a new legacy by being somebody that deals with their damage. I'll tell you this, I dedicated this book to my grandchildren. And that may not make sense to you because my oldest daughter is 10. But the Bible says the good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Yes. And I believe that does include finances and resources and houses and all that other stuff. But I wish that we would add in there emotional health because I know people that have tons of stuff and no peace, tons of people around, but no community. And I want to leave an inheritance for my grandchildren. Thank you yeah. so much. I, I appreciate, I appreciate you, so you, my brother. We, we will, you. we will, we will link again soon, brother. Indeed. Thank you so much. Have a good one. God bless you. All right. Peace. Bye.